Hey everybody, Jason here. Before we get started, I uh, just wanted to wish everybody a very happy and healthy 2021. Uh, brand new year, hopefully it is better than 2020 was. Also, uh, in this episode, we are going to be covering Dune, uh, and we said we were going to cover Lost Ruins of Arnak. Didn't really happen. <laughs> uh, we got into our discussion of reviews and responses to reviews. Uh, and I think it's a good one. So uh, go ahead and enjoy that. Just wanted to give you a flag that we say we're going to cover a game and we're not going to do it. Uh, hopefully it'll happen sooner rather than later. So um, without further ado, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more shelf stories. Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome back to Shelf Stories, the channel that tells tales from games, book, and life. Also, welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. My name is Jason. Thank you so, so much for joining us. And I'm also joined by my frequent host on the One Stop Co-op Shop, Michael Kelly. Hey, 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 everybody. Good to be here again with Jason. And we got an even cooler guest than either of us, <laughs> Jeremy Howard from Man vs. Meeple and Jambalaya Plays. Yeah. How y'all doing, man? Hey, party people, man! I'm so excited to be back. <laughs> a couple of missteps on a couple of misfires in the uh, the, yeah. the scheduling. It's hard. It's a holidays. Oh, Lots of stuff going on. That yeah. Jeremy is all over the place. You can check him on Board Game Design Lab, Board Game Gumbo, yeah. Board Game yeah. Cucamonga, but anything that has to do with board games. <laughs> board games under <on> stairs, <laughs> dude. Like for real, for real. I will join like some Facebook group, you know. <laughs> Like just like there. off the cuff, uh, and, and he'll there. have been not like he'll have been there. He'll be he's like a moderator. There. He'll have been there for like five years. He'll have like thirty posts like in the last yeah. day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Got I, I stay. On. I stay moving. Stay relevant, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay moving. Stay relevant. So the reason we all are joining each other on a call. Uh oh, Mike. Uh, there we go. Uh, you were you were frozen for a second. We're gonna you <laughs> either way through this. Oh, you, you know um, my internet, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the reason we're all joining each other on calls with Michael put up a very interesting uh, forum post about Dune. Very interesting. Uh, <laughs> and you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk a lot about it, but I think the general conversation point is going to be the community response to reviews, right? So, like, we yeah. put out the reviews. And then we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't know how people are going well, to. And not even it. reviews, but also uh, like first impressions. First impressions. Because that's right. what that one really was. Like I, I posted right. later my full right. review, but that was like after I played the game like twice, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's both though. I mean, anything that we post, like anything we post, we're like, we, we, we hit send and it's like. Yep. <laughs> Never know. And we got it. And, and so we're going to, we had a lot of thoughts about it because of that. Okay, that came up pretty interesting. Jeremy joined, I joined, and it's like, okay, let's make it happen. However, we are all about the games and we got lots of games to review. So uh, I have two games. I'm actually going to uh, kind of step off this, but I have not played these two games. Uh, Jeremy has and Michael has. We'll, we'll bang them out quick. Um, but these were kind of hotness games towards the end of the year. So we definitely want to cover them for you. Uh, so the first one we're covering is Mike. Dune Imperium, which is the one I did the post about. Yeah, and that's uh, it's from Direwolf. Uh, Direwolf and Legendary. Direwolf Digital, yep. Yeah, and they worked with Legendary. So uh, Direwolf, they did the the Root app. They've done some like collectible like kind of fighting card games. They, Eternal. The first, um, yeah, Eternal. The first the board games was Clank. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot they did Clank. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this is uh, worker placement and deck building and area control kind yeah. of. And like fighting for victory points, 
Uh, it's the Dune theme, which I love. And, and Jeremy, you like know nothing about, right? <laughs> I know nothing about it. I know, I know what a Dune is. <laughs> well, a, this is a millennial talking, bro. And I've seen and I've seen a sandworm. I know that they have sandworms. They got them. They got them. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. So. Yeah, and then we're also going to look at a little bit later at Lost Ruins of Arnak, which is yeah. also a deck-building, worker placement game at the end of the year. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> yeah, it's all of it. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy, I-, I know how I feel. I'm like, my video's already out. How are you feeling about Dune at this point? You've been playing it for over a week. Like, what's Yeah. Your- well, so well break down what it is. Like, what, what, I mean, I know oh. that's a bunch of tag words and everything, but, like, how does yeah, it all yeah. kind of come together? So, I mean, I'm focus- I focus on the solo play, but the basic idea is you've got – um you've got a little deck of starting cards like any deck builder but they have both an effect at the bottom of the card if you don't use them during the turn which is most often going to be money to buy more cards at the end of your turn in the traditional deck building fashion adding cards to your deck but then they also have these icons on the left side that will tell you what kind of action spaces they can go to if you play them to use them for the worker placement. Mm. So your cards are kind of multi-use in your hand. You can either use them to play to specific action spaces, or you can uh, use, save them at the end of the turn for bonuses Often buying cards. And the action spaces, I mean, it, it's pretty good for the Dune theme, but in the end, it's just your general, <laughs> you know, kind of convert this resource to that resource, yeah. convert this thing to gaining that thing. But the, uh, the big kind of special thing about it is you are fighting over the planet of Arrakis, they have this uh, conflict every round, this like little card you flip up that shows what you're going to win if you uh, get the most points, the most troops there. And a lot of the spaces you go to, the action spaces will let you move troops from your uh, garrison into the conflict. And then uh, that's where you kind of get like the area control thing. You can have these surprise cards that can add to your strength value. And it's a pretty quick game, at least solo. It's yeah. like 30 minutes, you know? Yeah, I was going to say 45 minutes tops. Yeah, so uh, for the solo, you've got these two Automa, but they share a deck, and you're flipping cards to see which action spaces they take, but they kind of get, like, different bonuses based on where they're going. But then they're also competing with you over that uh, little conflict thing I mentioned. And, yeah, you're just racing to victory points, but you get them from uh, winning the conflicts, from uh, currying favor. You have, like, these four factions you can uh, cozy up to. A few other cards can earn you victory points. But that's uh, it's kind of the gist, like, race and fight and try to control the planet as quick as you can. Yeah. The the big thing, I guess, if you want to know like more specific contests, there's there's context. There's four factions. Uh, they all have one spot you don't have to pay for anything. There's one spot you do have to pay for everything. Um, they all give you different benefits and cards, but really they are just like amplified version of uh, how do you get resources? How do you get the most restricted resources? Um, there's a council part that kind of helps you build up your garrison, uh, gives you longer turns, and also helps you pay for stuff here with the high council. Um, there's nothing that's like you know uh, that's asymmetric, but the the characters. There's a lot of characters actually. There's eight eight to choose from, and they all have like a passive ability, and then they also have one that's you know like a special ability that you get by playing a specific card. I think this is right. called the signet ring or whatever. Yeah, signet but, ring. The, the interesting thing about them is, is that they are interesting. If you are, I, I was playing with a buddy of mine. He recognized some of the characters and he was like, yeah, that's what they would do. Like they would be this type of character that's, you know, a politician. So that if you go to the high council, they should get things cheaper or they're paying with spice to negotiate. So this is that. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like, you know, I don't care, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to care. Not, it's not what but I don't have to like care. You, to know you know, like that's a big thing, you know, um, I've been spending a lot of time this year playing things that are not in my wheelhouse. 
and I don't necessarily have to know everything going in. I, I have a thing with that with Star Wars. Like I always say, Star Wars is great when it has less Jedi in it because yeah. everybody knows everything about the Jedi. And when it's not Jedi, everything gets weird and uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not Skywalker. It's not Vader. Whoa, What's there's a there? world. There's a galaxy out there, you know? <laughs> So it's like on Tatooine you know, with all these bounty hunters. Right. So, <laughs> so with Dune, it's like, you know, all this stuff, you may know all the story beats, but it's like, what if I just like sci-fi? Like, what if I'm a guy who likes sci-fi? Like, can I still enjoy this game? Do I need context the whole time to enjoy it? The answer is no. Uh, because my answer will always be gameplay over everything. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. did you enjoy the game, Jeremy? Yes. So, um, I thought uh, at first I thought it was average, uh, but I did play a two player first. So I got the chance to flip the deck. I played it mostly solo for a week. Um, and I found that solo to be, well, I'll skip that. And I, I played four player mm. uh, just the day before yesterday. And, and when I did, I was like, yeah, this game is very good uh, because uh, the, the interaction that you get, for the conflict forces everybody to kind of decide whether they want to be in and out of the conflict. And there are these intrigue cards that you get in the game. And there's, there are ones, and this is another interesting part because you don't know what everybody has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an in-game points version. There's a, a combat version, conflict version. And then there's like a, a plot card. And I mean, when I say these plot cards can do things, this, my friend just won it last night on this plot card that he didn't understand. And he could have won the <laughs> game two rounds in a row. <laughs> and we were so angry. Oh, we were so angry. But the plot, it was really cool what happened. Like, he, he could convert something into victory. I was like, this is awesome. Why didn't you play it two more rounds ago? <laughs> anyway, but, but uh, I do like these intrigue cards because they do kind of, they really do spice it up, pun intended. And, uh, yeah, it was just really smooth. Like, I was like, wow, this is really good interaction. But for solo players, uh, there's, a, there's good and bad. Like, so you have the good of, there's a deck, there's AI, right? Um, there's a, a thing of like, they do try to get to every part of the board. Although they kind of are a little bit more hands-off with, you know, a, trying to acquire persuasion. They don't need it. So there's, a, that's, there's that thing. The Mentot, they don't really go after that, you know, like, so you kind of have that, you know, like they don't necessarily block you from getting your own other workers. So they don't do that. But I do like you get a head start to get to your third worker. So everybody's kind of like, they, you know, like we can get, I can get to my third worker possibly before you do. And then halfway through the game, they join the fray. But the big thing about the deck that I did not like, it's really heavy, heavy handed for conflict. Um, although it can be a hit or miss, more than likely they get, like, you just get pounded on the conflict. You just get pounded. Like, so you really have to like push your strategy and you only get two workers towards that. Or hope for a flick, of, you know, a draw of the card on the intrigue cards because sometimes you do actually try to dive into the intrigue deck as much as possible, so you get a lot of options, you know. And uh, it, it just it pulls you away from, you know, you want to get these factions because you go halfway up, you get a point. If you go further, you get a point and a benefit. So it's like you kind of want to do that more, but they they pound you so hard on those conflicts and they become more and more spicy, you know, and. Uh, it, it's 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 a good play to have like to know that but i do think it's really heavy-handed i do think it's heavy-handed and because the draw of the cards of how they laid out in the display they definitely needed something to wash all those cards away and that's honestly that's a basic thing in deck builders i like, know man i was i was really surprised like, spend two spice 
and and wipe you know like mm-hmm. you know like it costs five spice five spice and you get to wipe all the cards like oh, you get the, the the center lock effect where yeah. it's like the, well, yeah, the deck doesn't move right yeah, like li- literally i mean i said this in my review is like how can you do this in 2020 mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh yeah there, there is no mechanic in the solo play or you know a mechanic even in like yeah, lower player yeah. counts of the regular game nothing cycles the deck faster yeah. by player count like in solo you might see like 12 cards yeah. in the market entirely out of like right. a 90 it's card crazy deck. And like you end up buying dud cards. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, you buy dud cards. That's you your cycle. You buying these dud cards. Your deck gets fat. There's not a lot of ways to trim your deck in this game unless you buy cards that make you, tr- uh, you know, shed your deck when you play them. Mm-hmm. Or, or you go to one spot where they do that. And those are the spots that often come up in, your, in, in there. There's a spot. They, they go to the spice all the time. So they go for the spice. They go for the spot where you can, you can shed your cards. They go to the spot where you can get your intrigue cards, and they go to the spot where you can get the most uh, Solaris a lot. That's, that's mo- the, the majority of the deck, honestly. Uh, and then that one spot where you can get four of your troops. Like, they kind of pound those a lot, so you can't get to them. Yeah. Uh, and then they so hit the like, four um, spots that are specific because they can do a whole bunch of extra stuff. So it's like, I, I kind of knew that mentally. I started to kind of get on that. At least that's in my mind what I thought. But I was just like, it, for me... I, you know, I got to basically stop rounds and just go, Hey, I got six, you know, I got six persuasion. I might as well just cut it short so I can buy some cards. I'm okay with adjusting to a game state where it's at. Um, I did that with Merv. It's like, all right, the game, the board is laid out like this. I have to play it like this. You know, it's random enough the way it was mm-hmm. built. So it's like, I can have to adjust, but like for a game like this, there's only 10 points in the game. There's 10 rounds. You're up against the timer pretty much on how the AI will unleash itself upon you. And I just don't feel like that's attractive. You know, like maybe in the solo game, you, you, you know, site, you know, like, uh, like in a deck builder, like you may shuffle, take out one card and then put a new one in, you know, like monumental does that. Like the game just moves on. So it's like, you got to start, you know, that you have this feeling. Uh, I, I just play creature comforts, a, a, a kid's game, a kid's hero game. Slide one card off from the market, <laughs> lie one card down from the, you know, from the contraptions, everything moves out. Beautiful. You know, <laughs> you know, it feels keep that good. river flowing, man. That river right. just stays the there. It gets flowing. all stagnant. So it yeah, could Jeremy, be possible, uh, I don't like high school in games and it's not a game breaker. Uh, the ultimate part, like, like I said, really high interaction. That's that when it comes down to it, because those conflicts become really juicy at the end. And in the multiplayer version, you actually can play this game of do you want to play an entry card for the conflict? So there's kind of like a little bluffing thing and you can pass, but if everybody doesn't pass, you can come back and be like, I pass again. And then somebody (laughs) will be like, all right. And if all of us pass, we move forward. But if somebody goes, Hey, I'm playing this conflict card, then it's on everybody else to be like, Oh snap. Like he's playing the conflict card. What am I going to do? Am Mm -hmm. I staying out of this? You know, so, you don't want to let anybody fight themselves, whereas there's no resistance. You just maybe giving away free points. So it's like that that's a cool little, you know, thing. This is a workplace or deck million. They do it all, they do it, it does it well. You know, it does it well. So your it's just review, that Mike, part. Your review wasn't like your initial impression wasn't positive. Your review ended up being a little bit more positive. Is that where you're kind of landing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Does, I mean, yeah. I mean, my I mean, here's the thing. I don't think I don't think from that initial impression I posted on a uh, Facebook to uh, to my final review, I don't think the solo really got 
much better for me. But I saw, I didn't play it multiplayer, but I saw, I was like, this game would be really cool. Like this game would be really fun, like competing and like bluffing and all the stuff Jeremy said, this game would be awesome for that. Um, I mean, I agree with everything Jeremy said, like literally every single thing. The one thing that Jeremy didn't say that I would add, and I'm, Jeremy, I'm curious if you'll agree with this. I don't like the deck building in here at all. And I don't imagine I would like it that much, even at a higher player count. That's the one thing I don't think would work that well for me, multiplayer. Okay. You don't get to buy that many cards. You don't get to see them very often. Last like three rounds of the game, like a third of the game, any of the cards you buy, you're never going to play them most likely. Right. You know what I mean? So like, you, like I'm getting like, I don't know. In most of my games, I got like three cards that I actually used in the right. deck builder. I was like, so, what? <laughs> you so know? It does change up a little bit in multiplayer because okay. of course, just by the attrition of a game, like the cards are going to get, you know, bought. Sure. Sure. So it's like, all right, I'm not going to buy that a carious Legion thing where I just get two every time. Cause it doesn't let you go to any locations, which is right. awesome. That's like the, the choice of the cards. It's like you have a card that lets you go anywhere on the board, but you have to trash it. You have a card that, you know, like does it's better as, uh, 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 you know, a card that you use for your your con your reveal, than it is like a card you play, and then you have these crappy cards that are in your deck that have nothing on them. So it's like you got to shed those, you know. But everybody wants to shed their cards. So there's like a, there's a, like enough there. Um, there's just enough there for multiplayer. But your decks still do get fat, and there's not enough yeah. ways to shed them. Like there's just not enough ways to sh shed your cards. Well, and here's I, I, I don't do this usually. I didn't say this in my review because I'm not trying to like put this kind of thing out there. I don't usually try to like think how I would have designed a game differently. Oh, look at you. But this time it was so yeah, dang. It's always there. <laughs> but it's, it's always, always there. <laughs> I mean, this time it was so clear to me because the deck building feels so tacked on and it's so yeah. minimalistic. But the multi-use card idea yes. is gold. It's yeah, beautiful. It's and as someone who loves the Dune theme, they did almost nothing to different differentiate the different houses atreides uh, is uh -huh. like the exact same as harkonnen and if i don't know if y'all yeah. know dune you know people listening who do you know that's weird um this would have been a perfect game i think to have different factions with just a deck no yes. deck building yes i got the atreides cards and they're totally and think how cool jeremy because you know like on the first turns it's kind of a boring choice right like of right. course i'm going to take this action of course i'm going right. to use these three points think if from turn one i had interesting cards in my hand that match yes. my faction yes. and I had interesting choices with that multi-use. Like I think it's a wasted opportunity because they were like, I want to add some deck building on here. I know yeah. they're from, you know, I think that they did a great job with deck building in clank. That's a deck builder that works right. here. I felt like the deck building was like grafted on and it made the game worse for me than instead of better, you know? Yeah. I, I just think in pe for, for people who like this game a lot, like uh, Richard, I was talking to Richard, uh, Rado, Richard. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he's like, this game is going to be great. We were talking about games that are going to last over the next three years and he said this one is and i said i was thinking to myself like how could you say that <laughs> like this game clearly is going to need expansions and i think they have them i think they're done i think mm -hmm. they're holding back and if this movie tanks they're going to be under a lot of pressure to what they can do with this design and i but i'm not worried about it tanking because everything seems to be like yeah. towards the positive but I think they have more game and they need to give it more game because by the time people get their stuff in March, they'll have all the sexy stuff. So they'll have all those, those premium editions with right, all the right. stuff and people will have been playing those playing this game and they'll see more coverage. 
and I saw it when I was in my when I was uh, in my stream. You know, they were like, "Oh, this doesn't look, ba you know, looks kind of basic. It doesn't look like it has like a, you know, a heart to it or whatever." Um, and I was just like, "You know what? I think people will do that. They'll pick it apart because there are some small things. Like I said, there's small things that that are not forgivable in most games, but for this game, it's okay because it's Dune. You know, and but I think by March, all that sheen is off. So yeah. what do you have next? You know." Um, but we'll be heading into convention season and I hope that they produce something like that. I don't know if there's like other planets in Dune that you kind of like go back and forth. There may be that, there may be a sideboard, you know, but I feel like this design is not like Clank where it has like another box. I feel like it's a stapled onto this design. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like that's going to be a good thing because this game is a good base game. Uh, but that's the thing. I feel like it's a base game. Well, but I would not say it's a good base game for Solo. So like, I'm, I'm I, just saying it's straight oh, no, out there. Oh, no. Don't let's buy make this clear. for solo let's, only. Let's make that clear. <laughs> I can't recommend this game for solo only purchase. Yeah. Uh, if that's what you're looking for, you're just here for the solo. I cannot recommend it. I think it's something mm -hmm. that you would have to play first to see if you're even into the type of game it is. Mm -hmm. And then that's, you know, I don't feel like, I, I don't want to tread lightly on that either. I, I want to make sure that you see maybe enough of the solo play and see if it's interesting for you. Uh, because it does suck when you go through a deck and it feels like it's heavy handed for a while or stealing all the spikes. You're like, man, I don't even have anything I can do this round, you know, plus the cards and stuff like that. Interesting stuff. Like I said, interesting design still, but it feels like a base game. So yeah. then this question came up and we'll move on to lost rooms or not in just a second, but I did, this question did come up in the thread. Um, and we'll talk about a thing later, but like, this is very particular to this one. So this game is advertised as one to four. Right. And so is that like taking advantage of us <laughs> solo players? Like shit, like knowing that the solo is weaker than the multiplayer. And like this is it's an area control game. So like area control, it's you don't get a lot of area control games because like that's that's a very high interaction, just basic game yeah. state. So like so so here's the solo mode, and obviously they tried. It's like there's bots and there's there's the rules and everything. But this is hard, difficult. Like I'm looking at it, going, "This can't." I haven't played it, but like I, I can tell, it's like this is hard. It would be hard for this bit to be really good. Should they have just made it a two to four game? Mm, no, I, you know. I no. mean, like the, the solo plays. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind like it being marketed better. Mm -hmm. Oh no! If it was, you know, if it was like. If, if it was like two to four with a solo variant, right. <laughs> I, I know that's like basically the exact same thing, but it, it sounds different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of having one to four in the box, it's like two to four. And then like with solo. Um, well, then no one's going to buy it. People are going to talk crap about it. It's like, okay, you tack this on. I'm not going to buy this. Well, but they did tack it on. Like, I mean, well, yeah. well, they didn't, they, well I don't want to say that actually. They didn't tack it on. Right. I, I think they made I was some say, let's, let's be real though. Like yeah. there are games that tack it on. Yes. This, this is one, not tacked this, on. This like, one did not tack it on. You actually it, designed it, whether you like it or not. Yes. I think you would even differ than both of us. Sure. Um, because like the deck is there. It's a thick deck. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's mm -hmm. a thick deck and there are cards where they don't get anything and there's cards where they get a crap ton and you're like, holy crikey. Um, but... <laughs> It is a, it's a deck. Like you just don't know what's coming out of it. You feel like you're trying to plan something and they, tr they tread on everything. And since there's only two workers and even in Lo uh, Lost Ruins of Arnick, there's only two workers. So it's yeah. like, what am I supposed to do with these two workers? You know, I only get two. Well, now I get three. Well, they have three. So then like, what do we, <laughs> ah, you know, like, you don't, you know, so you're kind of, uh, 
I would say this. I'll just say this. The game is strong overall to me, like overall. If you're buying this, like I said, as a solo only player, I cannot recommend this game. But if you like the game and you know you're going to be playing multiplayer, I think you have a good rounded out package. Yeah, yeah. You would mm-hmm. try the solo knowing what you're getting into. You, I would just say I know it's decent. I just don't. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is, man, this solo game back in the year. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and um, I did talk, just kind of add on to the question, Jason. I talked to uh, Mike Delisio from the Dice Tower, who was like one of the first kind of positives out about the game, you know. <clears throat> and he, he said to me, and I think this is like really interesting to think about. He was like, I played the game a bunch multiplayer first. Mm-hmm. Then I played the solo and I was impressed how many things that happen in multiplayer happened in the solo. Mm-hmm. And in a way that made it a good solo mode because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, that looks like what happens in the multiplayer game. Yeah. Whereas I played it solo only, and I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I played it. I played it first multiplayer, but I played it too. So I played right. with the deck. So I, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I would so, say yeah. some of the things play out, but it's like, it's anticlimactic. Is yeah. you know, you flip over the card, it is what it is, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so the real answer to that question is, is complicated, and there are a lot of people out there that don't want to hear that. So right. yeah. we'll get to I also, that. Also, I think we're tis the season to hear stuff negative, but I'm not going to go too deep in that because I've been hearing well, some I mean, stuff. I've been seeing some stuff I'm like, tis the season to hear negative stuff and be happy for it. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's like we have some things going on right now in these groups. I'm like, man, anything that's like a little bit negative, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, we'll get to that. We will uh, absolutely get like, I got a lot. Well, we, we, we can talk oh, about Arnak at the end. Let's talk about that now. Let's oh get into the gosh, discussion, yeah. you know? Yeah, so I, I, I'm just... Well, we can just punt on Arnak. We don't have to talk about it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> let, let's, see, let's see how long this goes because I don't want to, like, have to cut the discussion short and then we can oh. go to Arnak if we need to, you know? Oh, I was just going to say that, like, you know, I, I, I'm seeing it right now. Uh, big, big thing with content creators right now. Um, we're under a lot of pressure. Uh, we're Like, our words are being really picked at uh nowadays and that's fine uh i mean i'm fine with that i mean i cover games in multiple ways but i generally i'm doing a lot of community stuff and posting things letting people know about games answering questions things like that but i know that people do care about my opinion and you know one typo can mean a lot uh you know for me typing is like a second language (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i have people proofread my stuff at work every day trust me um, but I just feel like, uh, I'm watching other reviews, um, and I'm watching like even people who are genuinely enjoying something, there are other people who are looking for something wrong with that experience or something wrong with the creator being tricky. Like, and I even say that language and then people don't really, ref- they're like, I don't know. I don't feel like they're trying to trick me. I just feel like I want to hear something to counter to the point. I'm like, but if they're having fun. They're having fun. Mm-hmm. And if the last game they played, they had fun. And the last game they played, they had fun. Well, they must be fun to that person. <laughs> right. You know, like this bias thing. I'm like, the bias thing keeps coming up. It exists. But you know what we don't care about? Like, we're not, like, we're gamers just like you. We don't want to see what shills just like you. Okay? Like, if you were in our position, we don't want to feel like shills. I care. I care about that too. And they're like, well, then you get a free game. You feel biased. I'm like, dude, if you review games long enough and you get enough free games, there's not, it's not the luster wears off. 
It's actually more of a responsibility. Stop. Like, if it's good, thank God. <laughs> you know, like if it's in my rotation and it's good, thank God. Especially if I get done reading a 30-page rule book, it better be good. <laughs> you know? But, you know, but it's like, it doesn't make for me to be like a back scratcher. If it's good, it's good. I remember a guy said something to me. He was like, well, if you give, he was like, well, I feel like some publishers give money to like make, make sure you say something good. I said, there's two things that happen. So for me, most of the time I say no anyway. Second of all, if I don't like the game, I will say like literally the most baseline stuff to make sure I, I find the people that want it. I won't cover it. <laughs> like, and I said, well, the thing you need to know is, is that sometimes publishers struggle for quotes and they will try to paraphrase stuff, which is not cool. They can, and that can mess me up, you know, this is uh, a top 10 dot, 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 work right, replacement game. Right. Like that and can the mess dot, dot, dot up. is like. <laughs> and and that, that messes, you know, the integrity of other people up. And I said, but that's the thing. Like most publishers will try to clarify. If they don't, they don't know what, to, what you're trying to say, they may say, hey, like, can you give us a quote? And I was like, that's all they ask for. Nobody ever says, hey, hey, man, hey, man, can you just say something positive? I mean, just, can you just, in an email, hey, man, on a conference call, you know me, man. Mm-hmm. I paid for it. Give me something good, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no, you know, like they're looking for something positive, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to give it to them. <laughs> you know, like they're looking, yes, they're looking for something they can use for their page. Other than now, that, uh, J- Jason, are you seeing like the same kind of negative trend lately? Do you feel like the same way Jeremy does? Okay. So here's what I think. I think that the community has become more cynical in the last couple of years. I think that there is a health, there is a line between skepticism and cynicism. And I think that Mm. it becomes crossed. So this is what happens, right? So then there are a lot of content creators that just, that just do positive reviews that that they, because, and like all three of us here, and this is kind of why we wanted to talk. Like, you know, we, there's reasons why we do, we do mostly positive reviews. We don't get paid for this or we like, you know, maybe like a, you know, I, I, full disclosure, I get paid by the Dice Tower to do my reviews, but it's like part-time little things to like pay for the lights. See, yeah. I got some lights over there. I, <laughs> I did, I, over there. So like, you know, just for that or like this, right? I, this is, this, is, this yeah. is not free. So like I get enough money to pay for that, but that's it. And like, I don't get like, I can't support myself on this. And right. so most content creators cannot support themselves unless they're a Richard Ham or somebody else. And even yeah. then, it's not like, you know, he's, he's not rolling. Oh, they ain't rich. None of they us. They ain't rich. So yeah. like... <laughs> You know, so so this is so we have to have so it has to be fed by our passion, right? And in order to like sustain this, we have we have to bend towards the positive. Mm-hmm. You do you do too much negative stuff, you're just gonna get burned out. You yeah. know, like the occasion negative review can be fun and like, oh, he blew up this game, blah, blah, blah. right? And then it's like that can be fun, but I can't like like I just reviewed um, Defenders of the Realm for the mm-hmm. podcast, and I like I crapped on it. It's like I don't. Yeah. It's like, it was entertaining, but like, I, I will take a shower after this. I want to get back to the positive, the fun stuff, because I have right. to be fed by my passion. So the problem becomes, the problem becomes that when the community sees all those positive reviews, they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I can't trust that. I can't right. trust that. I can't tr-. And more games come out, more content creators, and then more positives. So it's like, uh, hold on a second. So then a negative review comes out, and that's what Mike posted, right? Negative review comes out or something like a pr- impression or whatever you want to call it. And then it's like, 
oh, thank God, I can trust somebody yeah, again. Yeah, like they believe that has to be the honest yeah, one. The that has honest, to be the correct true. one. That's the, yeah. I, that's, You're the no. true one. You're the one. You're the, the true, true one. one. You were the chosen <laughs> one. I and then, And that's where the negativity comes from. So it's like, thank God you said something. All these other shills are saying that the, yeah, the negative. Yeah, buddy, I love that's it. That's where the negativity comes in. And that's where I say, so skepticism is, is very healthy. Just, you know, don't take things at face value. Listen to multiple reviewers and, and like actually listen to what people are saying. But then I think there, it becomes this assumption that people who just say a lot of positive things are bought and paid for. Right. Yeah. And that's where we all three of us are like draw a line and go, hold on a second. Yeah. Let's really lay out what you're seeing here, people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Uh, it's a lot to do with like you know in terms of the passion like we don't get paid for this we're doing this out of our passion we have to keep, keep it fed you know like uh you know jeremy over here is a really passionate dude like he got no time for that you know <laughs> we no. all got part-time jobs and I, I mean i believe me guys i get it there's there are people who take advantage there are people who don't disclose right there are people who hustle for review copies. I, right. That is, a, this is a, these are problems and I, we should talk about them. And I want to have conversation about that, but yeah. skepticism does not have to become cynicism. Right. That's my big point. Yeah. And I, I've made all the mistakes uh, of, a, of a young starting reviewer. I've done things. That I was just like, yeah, that's stupid. It's, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. You right. know, like, don't do that. That's not the move, you know, uh, you know, getting caught up in it early on and stuff like that. Right. But I make sure nobody else does that, you know, behind me or when people give me, a, you know, I want to give people advice. People are asking me younger, you know, starting starter reviewers and things like that. And I try to open up these conversations and our groups that we have for content creators and stuff like that, because, you know, people don't know. They don't know what they don't, you know, they don't know. And they're trying to gain an audience. They're trying to learn how to connect with their audience. They don't even know who they are. You know, and just like a young Kickstarter from a first time developer, like they're making mistakes, you know, and, you know, and people are ready to pounce on them, you know, and uh, they're also not willing to grow with them, you know, uh, unfortunately, because they don't necessarily have the language. They don't know, you know, how to say things. Um, they may slip up. They may get rules wrong. So they give the wrong impression. Uh, those, those types of things. But I, I have to be make sure it's clear. It's like I will cover any game, but. If it's all negative, like if I really can't find no, anything to say no, that I like. we're not journalists. I like, we I are not the fourth estate. We are not right. like independent yeah. people. And I think that like we, we say we're like, we, I think the reviewer word kind of messes people up, right? So like when we say I call ourselves reviewer, we're putting ourselves as like a Siskel and Ebert type in movies yeah. or like a, a Seppenwall. These people are paid and that's their careers yeah. and it's that they are, they are the legit fourth estate, right? And what, we, what I mean by that is like the, the old French revolution, you had your clergy, you had your noble people, you had your the regular people but then you had the media journalists that were kind of keeping track of everything and i think like you know this oh you guys are board game journalists you guys are for this that you sh should be independent and you should just call it down the middle balls and strikes so i should hear half negative and half positive no. and that's how it should look and not that is not how it looks in board game media because we are not fourth estate most of us are and, and aren't anyway and i am not willing to like review like um uh, the dice tower they send out like these piles of games that are just like, like utter garbage it's like cover this please someone <laughs> kind of thing i'm not yeah. looking forward to that i'll do yeah. it so i'm doing i like tom yeah. i'll do the solid but i don't want to <laughs> i mean just, just i'll get through it 
Just and, think about this. It's like that Doom review we just had, we just had a discussion. Right. Actually, I feel like we said more negative things than good. For the solo. For the solo. Oh, but only about solo. Yeah, I was going to say, saying, for like, multiplayer, we're both in a pretty positive like, place. It's still a good game, and it's also debatable whether you might like it and we don't. Like, because right. I, I liked it. I just know there's flaws to it. Mike right. likes it less, but he saw something in there just to say, like, you can't purchase this for solo only, and he did not play multiplayer. I did, and I love the game multiplayer. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the solo's decent. I just can't refer it as a solo mode. So what are you supposed to do with that? You're supposed to take that in and internalize it and say, hey, like, okay, they said this, they said that. I'm probably going to be playing it at two or one, so you need to know that two players still has the deck. One player is all deck. There's an app. Maybe that irritates you. We didn't talk about the app. So these are things you have to do on your own, but we are informing you with a lot of information about how the gameplay experience works. Mike talked about it. He talked about the factions vaguely. I talked about them in detail. You know, like, those are the things you got to pay attention to. I talked about the conflict thing because there's area control. It is the lowest, weakest part of the game, so much so you may not even mention it, right? You just say, hey, at the end, you play these cards. But it is area control. It's like, yeah. So it's like these things you have to parse out. You have to start listening more and doing more research and not just rely just on the reviewer uh, for all all of the information, unless you want the rule book read to you, as I say, you know, and even, even Rodney and Paul don't do that. They write some damn good scripts. So they don't, they don't just read you the rule book. All right. So I don't know what we're asking for reviews, but I understand where these guys are. I understand where people are right now. They want to know more of the truth, I guess. Maybe they don't want the professional speak, but my, the big one is, is like lying. And then also like this, uh, I still can't figure out the pay-per-viewer thing, man. I, just, I still can't figure it out. I'm like, if you could just, some people even say it, they're like, I don't want to say no names. I'm like, can you just say it? Like, I don't, I, I, say it. Who? Like, who? Who? Yeah, where people hold that up. Like, that's what we're talking about. So like, oh, are you a paid reviewers or shill? Paid previews are good, but paid reviewers Ooh. are bad. And like, yeah. I mean, I can think of, well, I mean, Lance Bixter is paid. So, and yeah. there's, a, there's a certain select people yeah. and he is, he got in real bad trouble for not being up front way back in the day. Way back. On our podcast, we talked about it. And yeah. now it's all paid promotion. He presses the button. It's all, it's yep. all transparent. And almost yeah. everybody, pre- like everybody presses the button. I remember one time we had one preview and Ryan le- unleashed it. It didn't have the button for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I flew on the phone. I got, oh, we got on the, we were in the chat. Dude, go in there. I was like, I was going to log in like, Press it's the button. Insane. What are you doing? <laughs> because if it happens that long, somebody will be like, "Yeah, I told you." Da, 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 da. Like, it's <laughs> like, dude, shows. we're not trying. <laughs> nobody's trying to deceive you, man. Like, like especially for man versus people, it's an LLC. Like, it's not like some. You know, they don't want to get sued. They don't want to. You know, like these are guys are like, I'm what forty three. Ryan's in his later 30s. Kira's in, you know, like Kira and all the guys, they're closer to 50. We don't have no reason to lie to you. Like, we, like, nobody has no, like, it's a board game. Like, why do we need to lie to you? You know, like, at, at, we want you to enjoy the hobby. We want to inform you. And if something we're excited about is not good, that is worth covering too. So if you said it was Mage Knight 2 and we played Mage Knight 2, and assuming it was the exact same game, they just said, hey, this is like Mage Knight 2. <laughs> and it was utter garbage. We would have an hour and a half podcast about how that game was garbage. <laughs> you know, uh, Jeremy played Cosmic Encounters Duel. 
Cosmic Encounter is one of his favorite games. He destroyed that game. I mean, he destroyed it in the most professional manner I've ever seen him be. But he destroyed it, you know? And it's like people were not happy with that. Well, yeah, and I wanted to uh... – because we talked about kind of like the negativity with my review and people being like, yes, you're telling the truth. Like that's the honest God, thing. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's also interesting to see the opposite reaction. Um, Cause I had people who were like, well, wait, but, but uh, you know, M- Mike from Dice Tower and this person and that person said it was great. So yeah. why are you wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, so, yeah. so why, what, what did you miss? How did you play it wrong? So that yeah. you didn't see how great it was. Cause clearly Everyone thinks it's great. It is all. It is a great game for 100 percent of the population. No, know? people say that. No, but people say it though. They'll just they, they won't even it. write a long one. They'll say like, um, like I was looking at Etherfields. Like people are like, everybody's selling their Etherfields. I'm like, no, they're not. I I said there's nothing that any reviewer is adding to what the positives and negatives are at this point. Then their very personal preference, what you need to hear. Right. Which one but hits them the hard? Flaws are already there. We know what the flaws yeah. are. We know the rule book. We know the board, right? We know the grindiness. Right. And we know the grindiness. We know this. Some people are more deeply into that and say, no, I can't have this. I reject it. I hate it, which is the same reaction any person would have. But other than that, the positives are big. You know, like the gameplay experience is big. It's well-written. Like those are the things. It's super immersive. Nobody, you know, like nobody is denying that. So you have to decide what you value the most. Right. You know, like you have to it's decide what you value the most. Well, uh, and the, and the, the just, funniest one on the Dune thing is, uh, I think I, t- <laughs> I remember I, I was messaging with you about this, Jeremy. Yeah. This person was, came on the YouTube video and they're like, uh, well, but you didn't play with the app. So you didn't yeah. play the real solo game. I know. And I was like, wait, man, like the app is just the card deck. It's the yeah. exact same thing. And I was like, Jeremy, isn't the yeah. app just the card deck? And you're like, yeah. And then I, yeah. I, I even messaged yeah. Mike. I've never even talked to the dude like online. I just met him at PAX U. I was like, hey, Mike, I, isn't the app the card deck? And he's like, yeah, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's just not, it's not important. But I get, I get it. Like I get, you know, they want everything. You know, people want everything. I get right. it. Like you want the whole deal. Some people really want the rules explained. All yeah. the rules. I think, okay. You so know, I'll, some people don't be, like. I'll, I'll try to be fair. I'll try to be fair. I think people want a sense of certainty right like they want uh like they want to be able to trust what they see so like there's a there's a, if you're a consumer there's a core question am i watching a review or am mm-hmm. i watching an ad yeah. and so like yeah. it's so consumers divide the world into a black and white this is a review and this yeah. is an ad so like if they if it and so there's a cynicism thing right so if it's not negative I don't know if I can trust this as a review. This must be an ad, right? Yeah. And so it's like, I think a lot of consumers approach it with that kind of black and white. And I'm a, I'm a psychotherapist. I deal with black and white thinking all the time. It's not yeah. healthy. And so like, when, when, you know, Jeremy, we, you know, I think we got into this around the same time. We've been doing a couple of years now, Mike. You know, we've all been doing this, you know, four or five, six years at this point. And, you know, you get so many games, that black and white is gone for us. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we're now at the point of like, okay, what's the consensus ideas right mm-hmm. so like you like you know um you guys reach a consensus about doom you know a multiplayer good solo has these issues there's a, there's a consensus there and then exact i love what you said jeremy about what do you value mm. so it's like look at that do you value multiplayer do you value solo do you value this out there doing fine for fine so then that's the best way to do a review not is it a review or is it an ad right and i think too many people come at it with that perspective Right. right. Well, and, and it makes and us and it makes us distrustful. 
that, that's that's when I feel personally like my reviews are the best ones I've done. Yeah. yeah. When I like this has been happening, uh, you know, a couple times uh, every once in a while. Like I'll put out a review, and you know, I've actually been actively doing this. Like this, this kind of comes up to, in this discussion. Um, I used to, if you look at my reviews, like two months back, I would have some superlatives in the final thought section. I'd be like, this is the best blank I've played or this game. I loved this game. And I've been yeah. trying to like actively cut that from my final thoughts. Right. And just say straight up like, man, if you like this, this, and this, you probably like this yeah. game. Yeah. If you don't like that and that you might want to avoid this. You know, like I've been trying to like cut it down to that right. core. Cut it down. And yeah, so my favorite thing is like, this just happened with, uh, what I do with Arnak. It just happened with Arnak. Mm -hmm. I got two different people messaging me. One person was like, oh my gosh, that review was great, man. I'll, I'm so excited to get my copy now. Mm -hmm. And then like a minute later, somebody else messaged me. They're like, man, I'm so glad I didn't get that one. Thank you so much. And I was like, <laughs> same review. <laughs> yeah, video, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. That's good. That's yeah. where, and that's, that is where, you know, so I think, I don't know what, what people, what the, 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 the consumer, right? I think what, what the consumer, there's a fear I'm sensing a fear among consumers and especially the vocal ones that obviously the most fearful ones are going to be the most vocal ones that like they're going to get hoodwinked. Yeah. And, and yeah. like we're, we're out to kind of like sandbag people or, or maybe, and this is, this is, I'll, I'll give this one up. Maybe there's something unconscious going on. So like there is a such thing as unconscious bias. So like yeah. we think we're being objective, but really we're mm. kind of biased because they gave it to us and we like yeah. them and blah, blah, blah. So like, you know, as an example, I'm, I'm very good friends at this point with Tristan Hall from Hall Nothing Games. So am I giving that a, a, a little 0.5 bump because I like the dude? Yeah. You know, it's like, I, you know, I, I, I get that. But that will not lead me to say a bad game is good. Yeah, but, but I also we, like I, but I, like I'm friends with some people. Like we're actually tight. Like yeah, real. I yeah, just think their game. If I think it's bad, I actually just won't cover it. Like or if they're my friend, like I I just won't cover it on principle. Like right. I can't cover chip theory games. I can't cover. I can't really cover Arcane Wonders or like or or Greenbrier. Those I stay with them when I go to Indianapolis. Like I can't. You know, like. They make good games, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> it, it works out for everybody. Like I, I can't just be like, you know, oh, this is crap. Like I gotta look these people in the eye, or I could just tell them, like, hey, man, your game, you know, I don't want to cover it, whatever. But if somebody asks me about it, I'm gonna tell them what's up. You know, like that's why I tell people, like, even when I do these Kickstarter previews, um, I don't do reviews in Kickstarter previews. But sometimes my language may sound kind of mucky, right? But if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, like I mean that that's happened several times. Yeah, I'm you very and accessible. Like <laughs> I'm very accessible. So if you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Um, and I feel like that's what people don't mm -hmm. like. They don't understand. It's like this is a service or whatnot. But I I think that's another Kickstarter discussion because some people do reviews for Kickstarters, and those people are starting to get a little bit more you know wave and stuff like that. Like Alex gets you know a lot of love for that, and he I mean honestly publishers don't want that most of the time. They're, they do it when they're very confident in their game, but most publishers do not want that because it's a prototype, mm -hmm. you know? And most people who are doing those reviews are going to be requesting them more so than, hey, I'm sending you my prototype to beat up possibly, you know? <laughs> like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to send you this prototype and 
cross my fingers because <laughs> I'm going to put it on my Kickstarter page regardless. I'm like, the only person that's ever done that was Jamie Stagmeyer, who did it for Forrest Bauer back in the day. He, lam- he destroyed the game and he put it on his Kickstarter page. He, com- he completely destroyed the game. <laughs> he destroyed Scythe. Like he just <laughs> tore it apart. And, his, and, his, and Forrest is the most like boisterous, I mean, just won't hold back. He put a dead center on the page. Mm. I've never seen a publisher ever do that. So, you know, it's just rare. Nobody wants that stuff. So it's like previews are previews for a reason, you know? Um, watch the playthroughs. Get informed. Uh, same thing for reviews. Get informed. Don't stick with Quinn just because SDSD said so. You know, don't stick with Tom because Tom said so. Or don't look for consistency. Look for the opinion of that person, you know? You come to their channel, that's what they cover. That's how they cover things. Because like, it's nothing worse. There's nothing worse to see your review and then somebody go, but Tom said this. That's like disrespectful to you, right? It's like, I did the work. I'm sharing my opinion. I came up with these clear thoughts and I'm sharing them with you. And this is my final opinion. Well, Tom liked it. Tom's 50. I don't care. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Like Tom, not fifty. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Age. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, right. I know. okay I'm just so saying. I mean, it's like is he like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you know, like somebody who's older and younger. Like you don't even identify the same type of fun. You know, like you don't know. You know, it's you so, don't know. So well, I, I know for a fact Tom often does not like the same games that I like, and vice exactly. versa. You know, like and, and but that's useful information. Like Me and Tom I have, have fun together. Sure. We all like the same games. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, no, no. I have people who watch my channel and they say, whenever you don't like a Euro, I know I'll like it. And I'm like, yeah. hey, but however yeah. the information is useful to Fine. you, yeah. don't get cynical. Just, yeah, like, like you all been saying, that's, like educate that's yourself good. and research. That's a good thing. Right. That means you are informing them. Like they feel informed mm-hmm. because the things you're mentioning, like I even said that to that guy. There was a guy in your post. And I said, I said there are things that he's saying that make you, you might go like, I actually don't care about that. Right. Mm-hmm. You were saying it was a flaw. I was like, well, Mike is a designer, so he has a different mindset coming in. Sometimes he can't even hold it back. Yeah. So, but he's telling you these things. And you're just like, that's not a big deal to me. You know, or that, that's how it works in this game over here. And I played that game. I'm not a, that's not a big thing. That actually sounds cool. Right. You know, like, yeah. so if you're doing your job, if somebody's informing you, you know, like th- that you have that you make that kind of statement, that means that they're, that's good information and they respect you. They respect so, I mean, you. so I, one thing I, I, I will kind of put an asterisk in what you said, like oh, in terms of like the information, we are playing games. So I'm not against when a consumer just relies on a guy. It's like, oh, that person get it. And then I'll get it. Like, cause yeah. like we, board games are one of among jillions of media books tv like i can't be doing research on everything like i mean if i hear if, if one person re- like refers a book to me i will just buy it and read it yeah. because i i trust that person so like i got no problem with that i think the problem that i have is the person who does that and then makes the extra step of saying well that person's a show like yeah. that's an extra step now and i said and I'm, I'm i'm a little bit like okay if you are going to call somebody a shill then you need to do your homework Right. Like if you are going to bring the heat and we, as reviewers, we take that same thing on of yep. like, if we're going to bring the heat on a game, like I, I play in a way I play my, like if it's, a, if it's like a seven game, I'm going to play it a couple of times or whatever. But if it's like a six or below, I'm going to play it more Yeah. because I want to make sure. Right. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to make sure as sure as I can that I state what my disagreement is. Like I, I played Defenders of the Realm. I tortured myself and played that game again. 
And because, sorry, Richard Launius or whoever loves that game. I just don't, I, I don't. But I sat there and I played it and I thought about it. And it's like, uh, it, so like if, if we're, we take that on ourselves, you, could, you guys clearly did that for Dune and whatever else it, there. I, we can ask for the, the, you guys out there, if you're going to have a negative opinion of us or some of, or some of that on there, look, then you look mm-hmm. at their stuff. Yeah. You know, that, I, we can at least, and, and no one's going to listen. <laughs> no, it's not, we're, no, we're, no. We're, we're, we're pissing the ocean. The, right. We respect. get all the free stuff. We get all everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> man, come on, man. Come on, guys. Yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> we're suing your free stuff. Yeah, I just bought my second, you know, Lambo from my, my, yeah, right? my yeah, mad right. board Back game loot. Up, you know? right. Brinks. But I, but I mean, I think you see, you did, you reacted strong to that, Mike. Like, I mean, this idea that with certain reviewers and the responsible ones, we, we actually take more time with a game that we don't, but, or, or like not a game we don't like, but like an element of a game we don't like to really make yeah. sure we well, say it properly. <laughs> I, I know we might not get to Arnak at this point, but this just happened with Arnak. I posted my playthrough and I'd film my review and uh, somebody saw the playthrough and they were like, hey, you know you played this rule wrong. And I was like, mother. <laughs> yeah. so I, I i had to like i was like i felt like this like my my, my body like was physically yeah. reacting i was like I'm, I'm, I'm not posting this review until i played this like three more times so i played right. it three more times with the right uh thing and everything in my review was exactly the same it didn't change a dang thing but right. <laughs> but yeah. i wanted to be sure for my own like mental health yeah. you know like I'm, I'm not i i mean i i can imagine there are people out there like who don't mind actually shilling like in the true definition of that word i can imagine there are some people out there whose psychology allows them to do that yeah but i think the average person who cares about games who cares about this community who has friends in this community who watch their stuff um who wants to have a reputation because you know if you like start saying every bad game is good no one's gonna watch you in a few months you know what i mean right um right i think the average person is gonna have like an active reaction against like lion and like you know is gonna have like ethical dilemmas and moral dilemmas and, and not feel good about it you don't want to live there like you don't want right. to be like feeling like bad about your behavior in a creative outlet that you don't have right. to do like none of us have to do this right generally speaking who, who wants to warm up the mic and lie right <laughs> like i'm gonna warm up this mic and i'm gonna you're getting you. free games Jeremy. i'm gonna tell you that this game is great free you know games. I'm yeah, going to tell you that Call to Adventure is the game of the year. <laughs> you remember that one? You remember when I we like did that Call one? Buddy? He does like Call to Adventure. I know. You did a video for it. I like that game. But, and, yeah. and I think like people need the context. All right. Like we said it earlier. Like you look at, you know, I don't know the real numbers, but my, my guess of what Rado is making, like looking at his like Patreon and looking at his stuff. I believe, I'm pretty sure that Rado is making less that many of us on this call right now, even or other people with like yeah. normal gainful employment make right. with our regular job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's, it's cool to make a living with your creative endeavor. That is your passion. That is something like board games, but I don't, I don't think anybody's making like 200 K a year from this. Yeah. Like, no, you know what I mean? Dude, after it's, talking it, to it Richard. It's insulting to think that we're bought and sold so right. easily. Dude. Right. Like, like, it's, <laughs> like what, like some publisher is going to send me a 50 yeah. And I'm going to like lie yeah. on the air for you? Like, give me a break. You can find out how much Rado makes per preview. You can find out how many hits somebody gets on a website. You can look up their Patreon. 
you can yeah, find or their how much YouTube views and how much like, they're you probably can do making all ads. that. The most important part is, is what are you taking in from what they're saying? Like, I actually don't watch Rado's final thoughts. I told him that like, he was kind of like, Whoa, I'm like, I'm watching. I get a chance to actually talk to you. So I hear what you poo poo on what you don't like, but for some reason, after all this time, now people have tuned out the things they, they decide what they want to tune in. They're like, he's always so exuberant. He's always so happy. I'm like, he trashes everything with conflict. What are you talking about? And as a matter <laughs> of fact, he's gotten to the point now where he has other people on his other, you know, on his yeah. channel that just cover different games than he is. I, right. I can't remember what game he was talking about last night, but it was like, he had mentioned it and he said, yeah, I played it, didn't like it. I told him I was going to send it to somebody else, uh, send it to the other person on the channel, but cause he thought it would fit him. But I'm thinking yeah. like, you know, up until then, he had a lot of games where he'd be like, I don't like that one, or I'm not covering that one, or there's something wrong with this one. If you look at his roundup, you'd be like, yeah, this one was like number 25, even though it was like one of the most hyped games because it didn't do this for him. And you know what those things are, not two-player, high, comp, you know, high yeah. conflict. I Usually he doesn't like cooperative games, you know, like that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, and then there's sometimes where he does play solo, and you're really surprised. You know, it's like he's good at it. Like he's good at explaining for a solo player, but generally he doesn't do that. So it's like, you know, he's he's learned these new tricks over the years, but it's like people just, I mean, like, man, sometimes they attach to him and then sometimes they just crush him. I mean, I'm like, you can't win. You can't win. So you then uh, actually, um, so I'm going to have uh, Ben Maddox on my show in, in about a month. And he is very much on the – reviewers can't get paid and reviewers have, like he's very kind of like you know uh the the you know the journalist's kind of style of reviewer yeah. and so one of his things was in a recent video he says that we should cover bad games like we shouldn't be punting games along like you know okay. we, if we are you know we want to be honest and responsible and it's like you know that that is not that you how do you build trust and you might be biasing yourself just cover it be honest honesty is the ultimate virtue i'm overstating the case but like i'm i'm not really remember what he says but there's something along those lines and so like all three of us we punt along bad games <laughs> and well, so i, mean, I, like, I, I we... don't I, I don't in the same way and I think it is good, by the way, like this conversation, I think it's good to know what the policies are for like the people you're watching. Yes. Like to know that man versus yep. people will yep. pass along a game to someone who will like it better so you can get right. the best look at it. Mm-hmm. And we'll that do it. Dice we'll yeah. do it. Right. You know, I mean, we like, literally gotten... have a, we have a hub of games. Right. They have to send us rule books. They have to tell us what kind of content they want. It's all sent to them a la carte. They actually get to choose what they want. And it doesn't say, hey, do you want free, like free, uh, do you want free positive reviews or <laughs> it costs this amount of money? No, they don't do that. And, and then we go through it and we look at the system and go, you know, you'll read the rule book and you'll just go, we'll actually look and it'll say, no, I don't want that. Actually, that might be for Jeremy. Take a look at it. I'll be like, no, I don't want that either. You know, like, and they, and then, you know, our other Kira, she sends all the, the rejects. We reject almost all of them, man. Like, it's ridiculous how many reject. I think people don't understand. It's like, I have read the rule book. I've read the, G, the, the BGG page. I may have talked to the designer, and they sent me the rule book after I talked to them, and I ain't like it, you know? So it's like, there's a lot of things. By the time I get to in front of the camera, I will, I know that the game, as I always say, every game that I cover is at least I know it's okay. At least it's good. good. Yeah. And for right. somebody, at least for like, somebody. It's, I, I can tell it's for somebody and I feel comfortable mm-hmm. sitting in front of the table and showing it to you because I think it's interesting at the least. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the my, uh, suck. Like I don't, I just, they don't just suck. Like I would not, these games I would, 
definitely like, like they may not be world beaters, but I try to cover the ones I think are interesting at the least. And then the ones that are great, it's hard not to say it. Like they're hard not to be like, man, Dude, like this is wild. Like this is gonna be wild. Because you like I'm I'm serious. Like it's like it's hard. But like Mm -hmm. even when we cover burn cycle, like burn cycle has challenges. Like, and I said that I was like, you know, you know, but that that uh what is that, that grid or whatever? I was like, this could be the most interesting, but it could fall flat. Yep. And I had to say it. And I was just like, because it's true, like it's the most game that needs the most development and so for such a big designer i think people want to hear that because they can't understand it and that's fine you know but like mm-hmm. you're going to hear that several times uh like i said you just gotta have range man you gotta have range you gotta have reviewer range you know little reviewer range so i just like i mean in terms of like do you need to do we need to cover every negative thing i just don't think mm. we're that, that's just we're not journalists you know, like we were something else. Like we, like our, our role is to share the joy of what these publishers are making. Like that's kind of I, how I see my role. I don't see my role as like a journalist. I see my role as like a sharer. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 these publishers are making really awesome things. And I, you know, some of them are, and some of them may not be awesome for me, but they may be awesome for you. Like yeah. I love when I can put out a, a review of a game that I don't love like you know and then but somebody else is like oh man thank you for featuring it it looks beautiful it looks like it's for me and that gives me so much joy right so it's like i i you know i have to be really careful i'm not gonna like tell say a bad game is good but if there's games that come along that don't throw me i'm punting because i just i have to keep the joy or else this is not gonna happen you know what i was just thinking of this you remember renegade Renegade? ricky royals game yeah yeah Yep, right over here. There's a lot of people who think the game is garbage. Right. I think the game is great. I know the rule book. I'm is, in the, the meta right. camp. <laughs> so I think the game is great. I think it's, it's, it's clunky and it's great. Right. And I have to defend that and I have to explain that to you. I have to explain to you how the art stinks. I have to explain to you how it looks abstract as all heck because it is. But I also Too have to tell jargon, you how awesome the AI terrible is. Terrible ending. Like I have to explain these things and it's difficult. So if you really rock with me, let's go on that journey mm-hmm. and see how difficult I can weave my way to make you understand that this is one of my favorite games, but it's also a flawed game. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, it's like, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's something yeah. I think people don't remember. You know, it's mm-hmm. like even Call of Adventure, which we poo-pooed on. There are good things in Call of <laughs> Adventure. Like the fact the game is just fun simply on the fact that you are telling your own story. That is cool. And that may be enough for anybody. That may be enough for anybody. They're, they're like, that's not to be questioned. That is not to be questioned. That, that part is so awesome. It's so fun. But there are a lot of things I don't like about that game. <laughs> but I mean, I could actually spend 10 minutes talking about the stuff yeah, that I love, I mean, though, just because the experience, right? Honestly, but then like, it's like you those things. It- I just don't like them at the core. You, know? you describe a game, you, like, like the consensus will issues, like, you know, these issues are there. This mm-hmm. is the good stuff. I think that if you listen to enough reviewers who are, you know, somewhat like-minded, you, consensus will emerge. And then, you, and then the review will get to their thoughts, like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. And the mm-hmm. review will be like, I don't like this, but I like this. But they can agree on the same stuff. So right. it's like we are inviting consumers to go along with it. I, I love how you said that, that we're all on this journey. So it's like I, we made the journey. You know, we're all – us discovering this and sharing it with you now well let's let's meet in the middle and you figure out mm-hmm. if you if this thing that i've presented to you that 
smart people can come to consensus about is this for you or is it not for you yeah as opposed to saying okay what's the rating <laughs> is right, it good or bad right, you know right. that's where <laughs> you know that's that's the um get a little, i'm just thinking of these games like they're difficult like there's there's just games that are even difficult to rate you know and it's that's the thing it's like it's hard that's another thing you are trying so hard and you're thinking about it so much on how to be clean and concise and not overly wordy, like talking on top of yourself, like being contradictory, like because some people will pick you apart for not being clear and concise. They sense the, they start to, you know, the black and white thing, right? They start yep. to sense the, mm-hmm. why is he like treading lightly? They want the black and white. It's like, ooh, right. like, like, like he's and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm actually just trying to like, I'm trying to not bottom line this. I'm also trying to like, express my thought as cleanly as possible this is the third time i've recorded this one <laughs> you know like <laughs> you know like this may be the eighth time i recorded this one because i'm tired i've been up late and i, I probably should have just not done this preview tonight <laughs> you know and that's the thing it's like we are thinking these things out and then you finally look at it you're just like oh that's that's just going to be good enough at this point you're like, at this point, I know I said it right like three three shots ago. I have to let this go because the that's the thing. Moving. You are saying how you feel, and you got people have to take it for that. You know, unless you're inconsistent, you have to take it for that. I, even well, I mean, but you can even be inconsistent. You know, like I, yeah. I really you think you got to give grace to reviewers. You know, like today I might love a game with a lot of dice. Mm-hmm. tomorrow right. game with oh, a lot yeah. of dice might run me wrong yeah. doesn't mean that mm-hmm. i'm like lying just yeah. means that that one yeah. didn't work have, for me you know? i've done massive swings on games so like black orchestra i did a massive swing on i love that game now yeah you know um well freaking uh too many bones i, I pooped right. all over that game and now it's like what about top games you know yeah yeah I, I i refuse to think anything's wrong with cthulhu death may die i refuse I yeah, that's a very good game very good game it's just I, I don't even want to listen to you. I'm like I don't care. <laughs> well, no, no, it, 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 care. it's a beautiful game. I don't care that you can you could chuck nine dice, throw madness on all of them, <laughs> 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 because it's awesome when it happens. You're like, How did that happen? <laughs> and like you said, Jeremy, like we are people, and it's complicated because I think yeah, it's complicated. I think if you look at me, die is like a genius design, and I got rid of design. that thing like a month later. You know what I mean? Like right. and that's fine, <laughs> right? And there's people who just like, dude, you're stupid. I can't stand it. I'm like, I don't like Cthulhu theme. I don't like having dice determine everything. But damn, that game is fun. Game is fun. <laughs> like it's flat out fun. Like that is man, that game is flat out fun, and you can't find it anywhere for a reason. So can't find well, it. I think we've I think we've said what we did say. Uh Mike, yeah. are you uh yeah, I think we're pretty good. I mean honestly, like I mean, maybe we've gotten a little bit especially me. I apologize if if I feel like a little agitated. I, I don't and I think Jeremy's the same way, definitely the same way. Like I mean, I just we, we are people that want to be positive. We're people that want to we do this to spread joy and we are joyful people in general. And so when that negative element come, that judgment comes that like, oh, you're, you only say positive things you must be showing or why are you defending this or something like that? It's like, we're defending this because this is about love and joy. Like mm-hmm. it really is. Like I, I, this sounds Pollyanna, it sounds cheesy as heck, but that's what this, this is games people. Mm-hmm. And we will not lie. We are not going to smooth over negative stuff just to kind of like get something get our free stuff make relationships and mm-hmm. it's not worth it it's not worth on. it 
by the way, that's another thing. We can move on. Like, if people are like, well, they won't get any games anymore. I'm like, I buy games too, bro. I'm good. Like, Yeah, we, we're going to keep you know, on doing like, this. <laughs> if I don't like three Lucky Duck games in a row, they're probably not going to send me their games because I don't like their games. Right. Okay? <laughs> 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 well, if you get the first one and you don't like it, they won't see another one. I'm like, well, if I like the next one, I'll buy it. And I'm like, right. I don't like that's and then in relationship like, like this stuff is ongoing right you know it, it this stuff is ongoing so like i mean just i just want to like say to people like i mean i know you want to know i know you want to know if you can trust us and we can't give you easy answers we can't just say oh trust everything we say right. listen to us build relationships with us and trust that the, all three of us we were we're in this for the joy and we're in this for the happiness and just that negativity, like, you know, skepticism is, is, is healthy to be skeptical, but watch that line. Watch that yeah. line towards cynicism. That's the only thing I really got. I really want to say. I would say this. You have to say this. We are here to inform you. Like, and sometimes that won't be, sometimes it would be great. Most times it'll be good. Okay. And when it's not good, we're going to do just as good a job as when it's, when it's great. Right. Um, but we're going to make valid points no matter what. And that's what we all I think what everybody's hoping to do and if you follow a young reviewer channel you got to let them find their voice they're going right. to tread on their words they're not going to say things clearly they might even get so worried about it, they'll re-record the review and take the other one down that they're they're growing they're afraid they're finding new cameras they just bought a new light they're <laughs> trying new segments you know like you got to decide if you want to go on that journey with them and, and please do, you know, sub and watch, just sub and let it go for a while and see if they grow in six months, you know, like, you know, just let these people be a part of this. For us, we, we know how to do it. You know, we know how to do it and we're still concerned. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're still, still growing. Yeah. We're still growing and learning. Yeah, we're and still I, growing yeah. and we're still concerned, you know? So it's like mm -hmm. for these younger, you know, pups in the, in this industry, they're trying to work their way up. They are under a lot of pressure. I could see how they would fall victim to some of the things you guys are, you know, looking for. I can see that. Cause I did some of that stuff where I was just like, Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Well, I'm taking that down. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's stupid, you know, like you make a mistake, you know, like, you know, you don't mean to, uh, that's the thing. You don't mean to, they don't want to be that person. Oh my God. You know, they'll, cancel their Twitter account and get off Facebook. You don't want that. That's hurts, you know? So yeah, I don't, you know, I just want you to know that your words have way too, man. You know, you know, grow with these people, let them grow, let them make mistakes too. You know, let them make mistakes. Mike, as the designated, like most negative reviewer here, because you're a designer, right? Like you have that critical eye. Like that, that is just the, that yes. is the bottom line. Like you have, a, you are selling games to publishers and you cannot sell crap to them. So you have to train yourself to have that, that thing. So like if you out there are vibe with Mike's perspective a little bit more then that's awesome. But just because you vibe with that, that critical perspective doesn't make the, the other people more shilly. It really doesn't. Right. And, and my taste might not align with yours at all. Yeah. The things I hate you might love. So just yeah let it be information you know it mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a a thing to get angry about it doesn't have to be a a soapbox it's just mm -hmm. information 
make of it what you will and don't watch if you don't like it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Don't watch if you don't like it. Yep. <laughs> so at this point, I think, I think we're good. Uh, we'll tune in sometime else. We will cover Lost Ruins of Arnak. Poor <laughs> I mean, Lost Ruins. I, I got a video on, on One Stop Coffee Shop. You can go watch it. Uh, so, okay, so we can end on, let's end on some promo. So like, uh, so <laughs> you have, so have that game and, and Dune and many other games in the One Stop Co-op Shop. So give us some promo about what the channel is doing now and some of the, and, and, uh, some of the projects. Yeah, well, for uh, for me, uh, January is probably for you too, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> or that's right, you said you don't do Kickstarter stuff. Yeah, uh, January is Kickstarter month for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, five or six that I've agreed yeah. to cover, and and Fair I enough. only agree to cover them after I've read the rule book. I'm very similar to Jeremy, so I know with pretty good certainty because mm-hmm. I write rule books that I'm going to like these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Primal is a big one that should be launching in January. Yep. That looks hot fire hot. like <laughs> but I, I know we've talked this whole time about hot takes and like how you should like go off with an initial impression let's I'm get not that out of the, the game. way let's get that out of the way yeah i've primal. not played the game but hot fire primal good lord um good lord <laughs> yeah and i got a few other cool ones yeah. coming so yeah a lot of kickstarters for january at least yeah there's a lot of big ones coming mm-hmm. in january so then we have the Just- youtube we have the podcast we have twitch twitch is, is launching up uh steve and uh Berndt and um peter are doing a great job with our one-stop co-op shop at twitch mm-hmm. i'm still doing videos for them and for the dice tower so uh but but i but my heart belongs to oscs because they are my family speaking yeah, of fam so jeremy man. you my family as well we're gonna <laughs> ah, keep track brother. with you uh so what do you got coming up you got man vs. meeple mm-hmm. you got board game spotlight live like just so- tell them tell the peoples yeah, um, so you can just kind of find me a little bit of everywhere because I do visit a lot of podcasts and I do visit a lot of live shows and different people's content and play arounds and things like that. I like to be a community person above all. Uh, but I do the Kickstarter previews for Man vs. Meeple. I'm going to be piping that down uh, for 2021 and doing more just video reviews. Right. Um, I'll still have Solo Sundays, which is on Facebook, but I'm probably going to be moving that over to the YouTube page just so there's more presence on the page. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to reach as many people as possible, especially for publisher side and myself, because I like to interact with the chat. Sometimes those are good and bad, but like I'm, I'm really, really trying to get in touch with more people moving forward um, and getting more excited about games and having more of these critical conversations because I'm, I'm love to talk, <laughs> but I also like to have, you know, feedback. Uh, yeah, feedback good bad and ugly we can have these conversations I'm good at having these conversations um, and you'll get you know my truth uh, which is a little bit of a lower presence on the channel unless I'm visiting things so I want to kind of put more of my my imprint on the channel I've been kind of holding back for a long time I think it's kind of like <laughs> gotta let the gloves off a little bit yeah let your let the let the care bear stare flow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah then i won't be then i'll be the guy who bashes everything right mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. this video down here subscribe to the channel self yeah. stories um also the one-stop co-op shop uh keep track of me on uh facebook and uh bgg user pope six this i mean we are all very available We're yeah, if you want it, all we, we all want to build a relationship with you that's number one thing for all of us so this is jason reminding you if you can if you can change your mind you can change the world So until next time, later, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for another top five list.